Man, clown Tyrone. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Flobo Boys here, and this is another edition of Flobo Saw it on Netflix. This is the show we go deep into the archives, into the Netflix library to talk about some of the original content. And it gets no original than this one. They clone Tyrone, featuring Joey Boyega and Jamie Foxx, among others. It's definitely something I haven't seen before. But before we get into that, just got to say thank you so much for making this part of your podcasting diet. You know, I am based here in Los Angeles, United States, and I do comedy, I do hosting, I do DJing, all that stuff. But typically, or to say surprisingly, this show, Global Star on Netflix, is global. It can be heard all around the world. Uh, thank you so much for checking it out. I'm talking about Asia, I'm talking about Africa, I'm talking about Europe as well. It means a lot to me. They Call in Tyrone is a comedy sci-fi hybrid. And if you guys know me, my favorite movie of all time is Men in Black, which was the first time I saw the two genres men together. So I was interested. Uh, it looked like a very promising concept about cloning, about kind of like a mix of that black exploitation kind of flavor uh, written by Tony Rittenmeyer and Joel Taylor, was directed by Joel Taylor. They worked together on Space Jam, A New Legacy, a.k.a. Space Jam 2. So timing was part of it. Working with zany cartoon characters kind of works here because everyone here is over the top. Has a bit of a black exploitation thing. We're talking pimps, drugs, money, violence, total billion movie plot. But when the science fiction comes, it comes hard. It's not. John Bioga plays uh, Fontaine, which is a character that is a street-level gangster with his own code, moral, moral code. I can't say gangster. He's kind of a, a good guy, but he understands how to use weapon, understands when to get violent when it needs to be. Uh, and the whole subject of having individuals cloned, and I don't want to spoil as to why uh, the clone characters were cloned in this one, but it definitely gives me flavors of such films like Get Out um, or Sorry to Bother You or Undercover Brother uh, with a little bit of mix that way. Let's get to the ratings here. Um, IMDb gives it a very conservative 6.7 out of 10, where Rotten Tomatoes, get this, has it 92% from critics certified fresh, with the audience score being even higher at 100%, meaning there was not someone that had a problem with this one all throughout uh, the film, which is pretty rare, but cool to see. And so when you have such a high concept, you know, the idea of cloning, the idea of science, the idea of street level crime, the gratuity, you always ask, who is this for? Who would definitely enjoy this one? And I will say, well, as someone who was of a certain age, I grew up with 90s street crime films, Boys in the Hood, Dead Presidents, uh, movies like that. And so that takes me back because in the 90s, those films borrowed heavily from the 70s black exploitation era, even though I didn't grow up organically in the black exploitation era uh, vibe. The fact that I see the ancestral line is kind of fun. It is not for grandma. It is not for kids. There is enough uh, blood and gore and language that I wouldn't suggest putting this on when grandma's over or even that aunt that's really stuck up, right? You want to be able to have a good time. So definitely adults, adult couples, you can hang out. You can watch it with your mom. If you're an adult and she's a cool mom or a cool dad, uh, has a very a bit of a 
um, cultural tinge to it, uh, the black cultural tinge to it. So you are part of that culture or you are culture adjacent. You might enjoy that as well. But yeah, I would definitely re not recommend the all ages tag. It is a hard R to say the least. And got to give a lot of credit for uh, Kevin Woodward and Jamie Foxx, and especially Tiana Paris, who plays Yo-Yo, uh, for their individual performances here. Really brought everything home. Everything kind of felt organic. Even though Jamie Foxx got to chew some scenery, nobody chewed scenery as hard as Kiefer Sutherland with facial hair, because he's always Jack Bauer to me, uh, playing the role of Nixon, who was kind of like a, a henchman character uh, to the big boss, if you will. So going back to the ratings, 92% Rotten Tomatoes, to me, a little high. 6.7 IMDb. I think is a bit more accurate here. You see, the things I don't really particularly care for is even though, and it seems to be like a broken record here, here's a movie that could have been an uh, in-and-out grindhouse feature in 80 minutes, 85 minutes, 90 minutes, 95 minutes. This one clocks in at even two hours or about 120 minutes. I did feel that last 20 minutes. I felt every single minute of those last two minutes because uh, whether it was the story wrapping up or uh, one of the scenes that, you thought it was the end of the film and it wasn't I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Uh, you definitely feel this last 20 minutes and really uh, the cinematography while great and really rich can be dark if you're not watching it on a high quality machine. So if you're in a theater, it wouldn't be an issue. If you have the home theater, it wouldn't be an issue, but if you're watching it on a tablet, if you're watching it on a phone, even though you really shouldn't, but that's what Netflix is for. Uh, if you're watching on a plane, you might go, this is really, really dark. Uh, this time I was in my home theater. I enjoyed it. But going back to what I was saying before, if you're watching it uh, with a couple vibes, you're watching it with that cool mom or dad, they may complain, especially some of the shadow work. Uh, the blacks are crushed, as we say uh, in cinematography. The blacks meaning how dark or how black is portrayed. The color black is portrayed on the screen. Uh, you look about how like... Um, how much of a void that black looks like when blacks aren't crushed they look almost gray and when they are crushed they look like they just are into the abyss and that kind of feels like that as well i think it's a cool romp there's enough story here that there could be sequels and spinoffs it's really hard to tell what netflix's strategy whether you will follow these characters or have new characters with a similar premise here uh but all in all i do think it's a cool way to burn a friday night so i'm gonna go around with imdb here i give it a 6.5 to their 6.7 uh but i let me know if you enjoyed as well this has been flobo sought on netflix we'll catch you next time